Large Confessional, your weekly legal podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 196, and welcome back to the front porch. So glad to be with you all. I hope you are having a fantastic day, wherever you are. Um, It's morning time here in Phoenix, and it's already in the hundreds. It's triple digits here in Phoenix. It's in the morning. Last night, I was going to record last night. It was 104 degrees last night. It was so hot. And I was like, I don't I don't think I can do a good job. <laughs> so I woke up this morning. It's not really any less hot, uh, but it is morning time. So <laughs> uh, so glad to be with you. Uh, really, really love doing these podcasts. Really love digging into God's word, figuring things out, struggling through it. It's really great. Um, this time of church history that we are in has been very challenging. You know, one of the things that I do in my job is I just go spend time with people. And the spectrum of belief, the spectrum of what people uh, are uh, excited about or frustrated about is so vast right now amongst people that it it can be very challenging. And um, one of the things I'm realizing in my life, and I think I've hopefully been able to develop this and see this over the years but this the word of god is authoritative which means this like i I, like this isn't like a devotional or just like a cute little thought or thing that i do i really believe this stuff and so for you I, i just want you to know like as i do this podcast like i really believe the word of god is authoritative which means it impacts the way I live my life. It's from God. These are God's words to us. And I have a responsibility now that I know these words to do something with them. And so I think oftentimes the concern on this side of the podcast is that uh, people listen to the podcast and go, wow, that's really great. Or that was a really good you know, word out of scripture or wow, I love Jeff's perspective on that or whatever, which is fine. Uh, but that w- is an inch deep. Uh, Where it really comes to live and breathe and move is when the Spirit of God convicts your heart when you hear something, when you hear the Word of God, and, uh, and then you do something with it. And I'll just have you know, one of the things I've been really convicted about recently is that God can use anybody. Anybody, he he could use his birds. He can, you know he used a donkey in Scripture to communicate his words. Like I, the Word of God does not return void. Which means I'm going to do the best job I can to present scripture and what it's doing in my life. And God's, God's promises, it won't return void. That it will meet one of you or all of you in a way, hopefully, that will be convicting. Now, your responsibility is to take it that next step. So I want to be really, really clear. I think in a, in a time when it's so confusing and people's opinions are all over the place, the scripture Uh, Coming to Scripture, working through Scripture, is going to be really, really important for us to be able to move forward in clarity. So that's why I'm really excited about this passage. It's one of those passages I thought, like, oh, that's really interesting. I haven't done this passage yet because it's so important. But um, the passage is Proverbs 3, 
five and six. But before I get there, I just want to say this. Thanks for all of you who continue to listen and for those of you who continue to donate and for those of you who continue to buy the devotional. Really appreciate it. You know, a reminder, the devotional is now available on Amazon. So, so excited for that. I'm really bad at marketing, uh, but I, I do really appreciate uh, all of you who continue to support um, it, it, it does mean a lot to me. Okay, back to the passage. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He will make straight your paths. Uh, I had a, when I first started surfing, I had a, a buddy at uh, a, the church I was working at, Hillside. And uh, he was like, hey, listen, I got a bunch of surfboards. Um, feel free to, to use them. I'd love for you to use them. So uh, he let me borrow this really great longboard, and I had the best time on that board. I, I learned how to surf on this board. The board's called a Stewart. And uh, it was a big longboard, 10 feet, 10 feet long. But it was... Um, it was the board, or nine feet long. It was the board I, I learned to surf on. And I really love that board. And so, um, so I, I, but Patty's like, listen, you got to be careful because you don't want to hurt it or run it. And I was like, yeah, so I probably need to give it back to him. So uh, the week, really the week before I was going to give it back to him, somebody hit it. Like another surfer hit it and put a crack in the bottom of it. Well, I, I, I've repaired some surfboards, so it's not like I didn't know completely what I was doing, but I, I, uh, I, I decided to go in, I bought a kit to repair it, and so I, I you know, go do that or prepare, prepare it, and then I wake up in the morning and I come down, and basically what has happened is that the epoxy that I put in was the wrong epoxy, and it ate away all the styrofoam around the hole so the small little hole now all of a sudden turns in this massive hole and I'm like what is going on and I was so frustrated with myself because I was thinking like this I know what to do I know what to do it's not a big deal but I really didn't right I, I had an idea what to do I believed I knew how to fix it you know I'd fix small little repairs here and there but this was a pretty significant one and uh and, and, and I really hurt the surfboard. So what did I have to do? I had to take it to a surfboard company and they had to professionally repair it. And I think this is the interesting thing about this passage. The passage is directing us. On, many of us think we know what to do, but we don't. And it's bringing us into conviction of who knows best. And he will lead us and he will guide us. But will we trust him? You know, it's, I typed this verse into the search bar uh, in Evernote. Uh, Evernote's the, the kind of the platform, uh, the software platform that I keep all my notes and all this stuff. I've used it for years. And so I, I typed it in there just to see, oh, have I used this passage before? And I was blown away by the amount of times that I've used this particular passage in sermons over the years. I mean, it went all the way back to my first kind of sermons that I put into Evernote. It's crazy how often I have used this passage. It is a foundational passage for me. And, and I, so I started going, I wonder why this passage is so foundational, why I keep coming back to it over and over as I teach. Um, and I think this passage is about problems, and I think it's about solution, and about, it's about a solution, right? It, it, it isn't, and, and, and I was thinking like, isn't that what we're really looking for in life, right? We, we, we can sense that there's a bunch of problems, but we're looking for a solution. And so this passage is so beautiful for us because it offers that. 
right? And I'm always amazed at how quick, right, we go blaming God when things don't go according to uh, our plan when we have verses that explicitly say that's not how it works, right? When we get angry because life didn't turn out this way or it didn't go this way, right? And this verse is like, that's not how it works. That's not I, I can understand the frustration. You know, he sympathizes with our humanity, but that that's just not how it works. And the problem is we love our thoughts and our plans. We're like a child obsessed with something and we want it or we or something we want to do. And no matter how hard we work uh, to explain, it's not good enough. I mean, like as parents, as long as we go like, this is not good for you, right? It doesn't matter. They want it. And this way of thinking is the explanation for most of the pain and hurt in your life and in my life. It's the leaning on your own understanding. You know, in the Hebrew, uh, and I love this, in the Hebrew, uh, leaning means to support oneself, which isn't like a far stretch, but leaning means to support one's stuff. So it's a little bit like, God, I, I, I got this, right? I, I, I don't need your help. Uh, I don't need your help uh, or direction or, or discernment. I'll figure it out on my own. This is what that's talking about. And Solomon, the writer of Proverbs, he calls this way of thinking, way of living, foolishness. It's foolishness to think you know what's best to do. It doesn't mean you're not stupid or that you're not strategic, right? It's a matter of dependence. That's what this passage is about, dependence. Do you depend upon your own wisdom or do you seek God for it? And I, and I love the simplicity of this. I love the simplicity of it, but boy, is it complicated in execution. You know, this resonates with me so, so deeply because I see my failures as a result of trusting, you know, my own wisdom. And, and actually, it's really painful at times as I kind of sit back and reflect because I've hurt people I love. Right? I've destroyed things that could have lasted. I was cruel to my heart and to my soul. And why? Because I wanted to do it my way. And my way seemed right to me. But there is another way. This is the idea of gospel. This is good news. Mankind is not trapped in this loop of trauma and tragedy as a result of our own decisions, right? There is a better way. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord and he will show you where to go and what to do. You know, the, the core of any movement of faith is trust, you know, I, I surf. Many of you know that I surf. I love to surf. And every time I step into the water, I'm trusting that there are no great white sharks that are going to eat me. If I, if I didn't, I wouldn't get in there, right? Like if I, if I, if I knew, I, I knew I had a very good high percentage 
of getting eaten by sharks. Right? I probably wouldn't get in there. But it's still, they're there, right? They're swarming. In Southern California, there are great white sharks everywhere. So they're in the water. So the core problem is the way we are living our, our, our lives in trust. Do I trust God? Do I trust that he knows what's best for me, even when it comes into conflict with my understanding? And by the way, that's going to happen a lot. One, I guess one of the hot things that's going on is this idea of my truth. Well, what happens when God's truth comes into conflict with your truth? Who do you trust? Who do you trust? And I'm here to proclaim that God has never led me wrong, but it's not been easy, and I fail sometimes. So I repent, which is essentially this. It's getting back on the path that he has for me. And I don't feel like I can end this episode without saying this. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 is not just about micro decisions that you and I have to make every day. It's it's also and primarily about accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior and leading others to him. Because we see Jesus... We see Jesus living the truth of this passage out in the Garden of Gethsemane. Like we watch it and he says, not my will be done, but yours be done. Not my will, but yours be done. And as he moved illogically to his death, paradoxically, he brought life to you and to me. Life came as a result of death. And we are called to die so we can have life and life to the full because that's what it means to trust in the Lord with all your heart. This is at the core of all we believe. This passage is so central. Do you trust yourself or do you trust the Lord? And if you trust the Lord, let him lead and guide you. He will and he will make your paths straight. In the midst of a culture that's all over the place, trust the Lord. Because human logic will always leave us longing. Always. But trusting in the Lord will lead to life. So the question is this, where are you currently leaning on your own understanding? Father God, we need your help. This is so hard. There's so many messages coming at us all the time. And we lean on to the, uh, under the wisdom of, of newscasters. And sometimes we do it with pastors. And, and we need to start with you first. So, Spirit of God, convict our hearts. Lead us into the way everlasting. So, take a breath. Reflect. And believe that the God we are.